Well, we made it through the holidays. We made it through the week. Made it through New Year's Eve. We made it through the uh, solar eclipse. <laughs> what else have we got? Uh, we made it through most of the moon wobble. The moon wobble will be over on Sunday. So, yeah, we've done pretty good here. I guess now all we've got to do is get through this upcoming lunar eclipse that will be uh, in a couple of weeks. And then we've got to get through Saturn-Pluto. And then we will be home free. <laughs> I wish it was only that easy. Hi, Thomas Miller, and welcome to the Friday, January 3rd, 2020 Fun Astrology Podcast. We're taking a look at the skies above to see what the energy might present for you today. And really, the biggest deal in the sky is Mars moving into Sagittarius. In fact, about the time that this podcast is released, so around 4, it'll be about 4.30 in the morning Eastern time, is when Mars crosses over into Sagittarius. Now, that's an interesting transition because Mars rules Scorpio. So it's been swaggering around in its home sign for the last about six weeks, but it crosses over into a fire sign. So it's interesting, Mars rules Scorpio. Scorpio is a water sign. Sagittarius is a fire sign. It's a mutable fire sign. But it's interesting that, uh, you know, that Mars, I think, is going to not feel so distressed in Sagittarius, although it's not at home. Now, what it is, is kind of sandwiched, I guess you could say in a way, between what's going on in Capricorn, which is the next sign. Now, I did some, let's do some looking back here. I'm looking back at the chart now of 1518. And this is the last time that Saturn and Pluto were conjunct in Capricorn. Now, I've mentioned on here before, the last time that Pluto was in Capricorn was the 1700s leading up to 1776. And of course, the uh, Declaration of Independence of the United States but Saturn was over on the other side of the chart. This is the last time that, that this stellium stack-up happened in Capricorn, and that was when Martin Luther nailed his thesis to the door of the church. So who all was in there besides Saturn-Pluto, the Sun, Mercury, and Chiron? Who was not there? The South Node and Mars. They were in Sagittarius. Also not there that is there now was Jupiter. Jupiter was over in Virgo. So in 1518, when Martin Luther woke up one Sunday morning and was grumpy about what he was doing uh, for his Sunday activities, uh, he had Chiron, the Sun, Saturn, Pluto, and Mercury working with him. Interesting, too, that Neptune then was in Aquarius. Now it's in Pisces. Boy, just think of the changes that would have happened or how fast they would have happened if he'd had that Neptune in Pisces back then. But Mars and Jupiter in the south node were not in the party. Now, let's click the chart back to 1284, the previous time that Saturn and Pluto were together in uh, Capricorn. All right, who was there? Ooh, this was a doozy. <laughs> this is a big one. All right, we had Saturn and Pluto, Venus, Mercury, Mars, Jupiter, the Sun, and the North Node. Wow, what, what, what a deal that was. But notice it was the North Node, not the South Node. Now, this was a big, broad transition because this was a really happened over 30 to 50 years, depending on how you count the calendar, that we morphed from the Dark Ages to the Renaissance period. 
And boy, if you go in and do some study around the early 1300s, you'll find there were a lot of wars in Europe around the the church was a big focus of it, the Catholic Church, of course. There were still plagues, there were diseases. And then finally, the squabbles started to end and the Renaissance period emerged. Now, I think that we're in for a long game here, and I've been saying that all along. Could be 30, 40, 50 years? I don't know. I think at least it's going to play into Pluto moving into Aquarius, which happens in March 2023, only for a couple of months. And it actually plays ping pong back and forth with Capricorn twice before it finally enters Aquarius in November of 2024. So for this Aquarian-Pluto generational energy to really kick in, we're talking about late 2024, 2025, but it stays there until 2043. Now, see, that's what I think replicates what happened in 1284 when you had about a 30-year morph from one era to another era. I think we're more in that than we are in 1700s, for example. But even there, with Pluto in Capricorn and then in Aquarius, the United States, the Declaration of Independence, uh, what happened in the 1780s, there there were more skirmishes. I mean, that, again, was a multi-decade morph into what finally was this young country standing on its own two legs. So are we in for changes? Yes, I think we are, most definitely. Uh, How long will they take? I have no idea. Now, that was a darn long way around Mars moving into Sagittarius. <laughs> I say, wow, really? You took us all the way back to 12-something? Um, well, the point is, how is Mars going to behave? And we don't have a precedent except 1518, and it had the South Node with it. Now, remember, we're probably not finished with the South Node yet in Capricorn and the North Node in Cancer. I mean, just that configuration is a little bit tense, and we don't have that with this dynamic of Saturn-Pluto. We don't have that historically, at least going back as far as I've gone, which is two stops back. So we know what's up there. Just see how it all unfolds. All right, a couple of other things for the weekend. Tomorrow on Saturday, the moon moves into Taurus at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time. And then Sunday actually looks pretty quiet No real transits, nothing moving. You know, we are locked down, getting ready for this big event. So the next one will be, well, Sunday when the moon wobble ends, then the 10th when we have the lunar eclipse, and then, of course, the following Sunday is the big big day (laughs) that I don't think will be that big of a day. I'm telling you, I might just go buy lunch at some cafe up here in Dallas, and anybody who listens to this podcast can come by if you're local and hang out with us, (laughs) because I think it's just going to be a non-event. I don't know. We'll see about that. All right. Have a great Friday. If I don't see you over the weekend, I will see you on Monday, but I've got some really cool stuff that I've been playing around with, and who knows? Maybe we'll pull the cork on that and see uh, see what's in there. Anyway, have a great TGI Friday. Bye-bye.